0: of bramble jam podcast
1: hi i'm bran and i love hallmark movies i'm dan and i despise hallmark movies
2: i am paul green and i make hallmark movies and this This is is affect the hallmark Hallmark podcast. podcast
0: Yes, it is, and another exciting. Uh, uh, what? What is a it, Wednesday? It's a Wednesday.
1: Gosh! If you've not had your coffee yet and have to listen to that song, I'm sorry. It's just like, oh, oh, I gotta go. Sounds I gotta like catch it's like up. Out of the Trolls movie, yeah. Or something. It, it's Like it's the very Smurfs, maybe. It's very exciting. It's a lot. I don't know if I like it or not, but it's what we have. What do you mean, don't like it? I don't know. It's just I'm still getting used it's to it. Still getting brand. used to it. When you I'm have trying. a d- when you have a certain theme song for
2: almost for three, three years, years, it's
1: tough to change over. But you know, we do what we uh, have yeah. to. do. Do.
2: I don't like it. <laughs> I I love it. Yeah,
1: there it is.
2: yeah saw that one coming. It's like it's like reggae. It's just like reggae. <laughs> That's what we're going for. Of you're, course, you're getting yeah. in any ska,
1: Paul? you your ska guy at all?
2: Not really, like early dub music. Yeah, like I remember I was dating this girl that I found incredibly attractive, and I was very young and naive. And I mean, it's a good thing I found her attractive. I was dating her, right? Of course. Uh, and she introduced me to dub, and it was almost like sort of what dubstep turned into, but it was like emotional and like more pretty. Like dubstep can be pretty aggressive, I think, but dub was. I mean, it came straight out of Jamaica. It's like a part of reggae, but it was a little bit more electronic. It was, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. That's but what I don't I'm know about ska. About. Yeah, but there's, not some, ska. there's
1: some ska that 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 borrows heavily from dub, uh, but not all of it. And we can talk ska later, Paul. I don't know if it has any bearing. I, here I do want to.
0: I, well, no, we don't. <laughs> but what I do think we need to discuss, Paul, when you were on our show uh, a little over a year ago now, we talked about Carmen and how much he mattered. To all of us, that's growing right. Up. Yeah. And since then, Carmen has passed away. He passed away uh, earlier this year, and I just, yeah. I just want um, I don't, to give you the space. I, I don't know if you've had the the space on your own podcast, which we'll get into as well. But to memorialize Carmen, to share any words that you have, because I think, like you
1: know, <laughs> that that the, thing you did with Carmen last time blew up. So like it, everybody, it was beautiful. About Carmen it was beautiful.
0: And I've uh, gone back and listened to some Carmen since uh, the news broke, and uh, I don't want to say it holds up, but it it's, <laughs> it is still, it still bops in my mind. Yeah. And so I want to just give you the space to, to, to speak here.
2: Well, you know, I, I ended up using that uh, spirit-filled pizza on my lives. Like, I grabbed my guitar, and I know this won't really translate, but I, uh, yeah, here we go. This is good stuff. Well, I I know, I know, I know that on pod, especially with Zoom, I'm not sure how your thing works, but audio doesn't really work, like come through (laughs) properly, but it goes that, that, like I was, can you hear that? Yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I've turned it sort of into a, like, uh, uh, well, I was sitting in the kitchen with my cousin, Frank. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought of something really nice. Like I turned it into like a song. Yeah, yeah. And, and then where it goes I claim your life in the name of Jesus? <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait, what key am I in? That's now? a. There we go. I keep yeah, and I and and then, but then Easter came around, and I I was like I have to learn the champion. You have to. yes. And then I didn't commit to learning it, so I didn't do it on my because I've been playing lives for my on my right. YouTube. Right. And Bookface, uh, <laughs> 230 episodes I've done since it's amazing the beginning of quarantine. Like right. since wow. I talked to you guys when yeah. I was in Arrowhead. Yeah. And it have been, uh, and the Carmen, the, the Carmen, the Carmen. Um, the Carmen, you know, the champion. Oh, yeah it's one of those ones that I feel like I, I really, I especially, I can't, I really want to do the voice of Satan, you know, yeah. like, Hey, wait a minute. his Where's all this light coming from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really want to do that. Part. Classic. Yeah. I, Carmen, God bless him. I used to listen to him on the tractor. I think I told you guys cutting the lawn, which was a minimum six hour job. Wow. Uh, yeah. I didn't have a lot of Saturdays as a kid, unless there was a baseball or a hockey tournament, but there was a, uh, and Carmen was on my headphones, and so was Russ Taff. At the, do you guys remember Russ oh, Taff? Oh yeah, I think yeah, we yeah. talked about Russ yeah, Taff for sure. Uh, I, yeah. Th- uh, do, you, do you do you? When you say ahead.
1: six hours,
2: how many acres of land did your family have? Fourteen, <laughs> and and but honestly, I'm not exaggerating. Seven of it was mow mowable. Wow. Okay. that's a word. Wow, mowable, mowable. Yeah.
1: I think the yeah. thing that
0: is so interesting about Carmen and going back and watching like specials and concerts on YouTube is just how all over the place he was yeah. musically. Yeah. Like he would like, Oh, here's a little hip hop jam for you. And then here's a, here's a song a, about
1: America. Here's a fifties big band. Yeah. Here's a, a all over uh, the spoken place. word. And here's a here's a choir. Here's a rap. Like it was everything.
2: Yeah. He was like, you know, he was like Hugh Jackman in that greatest showman. Yeah. Like he could pretty much do any yeah. genre. And he was so, like, handsome and charming. And, you know, I don't know much about him personally at all, just the way this music affected me. It was just on the tractor, it gave me something to listen to. Did you ever see him live, Paul? No, I didn't.
1: I saw him live when I was very little, and I was one of my first concerts, and all of his concerts were free. So, like, it was a love offering. You give what you want to give. And he would pack out, like, I'm talking 15,000, 20,000 seats in this gym he just pack it out. Everybody's coming for free. And I I remember, like, I didn't know hardly anything about him. I was like six or seven years old, and he came out for an encore. He's like, what do you guys want to hear? And everybody's going nuts, and all he does is this, boom, boom, like this. And the crowd goes crazy, and then he did the champion, and I still remember it like it was yesterday. Dude, I just was like, it was the best thing I'd ever seen. As a seven-year-old, it was the best thing I'd ever, ever seen. Like, one of a kind,
2: that guy yeah yeah. It's, well yeah it's a, it's a anytime someone uh passes is a is sad but you're definitely people are gonna definitely gonna miss his music you know i thought he was gonna make another comeback <laughs> but but uh he was supposed well, to be he, a concert he
0: was no he did he did
2: the concert he was in greenville
0: like six months ago like yeah just at a, a just at a yeah, yeah so i mean that i don't know uh yeah. He, he died due to a a, a surgery complication, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but he had all, all sorts mm-hmm. of health issues. Yeah. So I yeah, guess he, he was just like, well, let's right. just go for it he did. at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. that was that was Carmen. Um, I want to uh, you mentioned the music thing going live that you've been doing that for about a, a year now. Uh, COVID yeah. happens. Everybody's locked down. Um, and you decide, let's just let's just go live. And a lot of, you know, Palaha does his thing on Instagram and just like uh, different actors and musicians and stuff doing things just to kind of keep people entertained. But a lot of it died down and you're still going for it on a regular basis. So talk about why you started doing that and kind of yeah. the legs that it's had for over a year now.
2: You're right about why I started was... was Well, actually, it was a Hallmark asked me, the network asked me to do a few songs is to introduce uh, episode three of season seven Hmm. and, and, and I turned out to be a half hour set and the metrics on that. I may have told you this on your last one, but they were, there was like a lot of people came. I think that video has over like 150,000 views on Facebook, which is, you know, uh, an interesting thing. And live, there was 5,000 people congruent, like watching. And wow. so I, I when I got off that next day, I was like, not only was it fun, but there's a need for this. There's an audience. Uh, and you know what it is, too? It's scheduled uh, higher risk practice in the sense that I try <laughs> brand new songs all the time. And I take requests live and it's might be something like from journey that I've heard, but I've never played or don't really know. But then I play it on YouTube and I'm like, I figure it out and I try it. So it's a bit of a free thing, which I also play in. Yeah. In respect class day. Come on. Uh, yeah. And, and then, you know, there was such a need for it and folks were stuck at home and they couldn't go to church or whatever. So then there was like a Sunday gospel where I played a little bit more old school hymns and some of my originals that I wrote in my twenties and then it just continued to, I started to love it and kept farting around with the sound to try to make it sound great live yeah. music, which is really hard and really annoying because it's like a moving target. It's really hard to, you guys probably know when you stream oh, yeah. live, especially music is just a real, a real uh, turd. So um, that, and it, I've just gotten so much joy out of not just playing uh, but the blood, sweat, and tears that go into it. Look at look at this blood on my guitar that I I, I just recognized it yesterday. See oh wow! Weather? I was playing. I did a concert on the roof and I sliced my finger on the string, but I didn't realize it. And <laughs> and then I'm I'm playing these. I'm learning Coulter Wall. Do you guys know Coulter Wall?
0: I do not. I do not. No. no.
2: Uh, he's like uh, okay. Can you hear that or no? Yeah. Oh no. yeah. Yeah. Great. He's 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 like a young, he's nineteen or twenty he's like a Canadian guy, and it's it's like murder murder ballads like murder ballads like Johnny Cash style. Sounds like a oh, western, nice. yeah. yeah. And he's like, when I first met Tom McCannon, I was <laughs> working in the mine. It's like his voice <laughs> yeah. is a full octave below mine. Wow. And he explains how he got to prison, and I like, and I never thought I would be liking murder ballads, but I have blood on my guitar, so I mean, come there on,
1: fit right in. What's yeah, the? Yeah, go- but it's just. Well, I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say, what's the go to? Like, if you have your guitar and somebody's like. You know, uh, for for a populist crowd, not necessarily Sunday morning, like a populist crowd. You you're going gonna to play one song that people have heard of; they can all sing along. It's the Paul Green special. Yeah, what song is the go-to or your encore if you had a full concert? Ooh, yeah,
2: like what what is it? That's interesting. Uh, you know, Land Down Under by Network. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. I, I slow it. I slow it down really Ooh. slow. <laughs> uh. That's really fun to play. And then I have a looping pedal here, so I harmonize, yes. you know, so I do the the big top, like, you know, uh, you, you better run, you better, better take, take cover. cover. You, know, yeah. you better run, you better take. And then there's, you better run, you better take. And then there's another one, you better run, you better take cover. And oh. I loop it. So every song kind of builds to the end third harmony. So that one's fun. And have you ever seen The Rain by CCR, oh, which I also on. slowed slow it down <laughs> quite a bit? But my fans, believe it or not, request my originals more than anything else, and because of this, I've been writing. I've probably written five new ones this year, five new songs.
1: Wow! What's the biggest original yeah. request? Like, what's the what's the biggest one that's an original?
2: Waves of time, which I actually wrote for that episode two, I think on this season, season eight, uh, one calls a heart where my character, if you guys are really watching When Calls a Heart and not pretending. Well, We're watching uh, the
1: first ones. We're yeah, not, we're not there yet. We'll, yet. we'll get there in about a year and a half. Yeah. We're watching one a week. Oh, you mean, oh, you we guys started are going at the back. beginning. It's a rewatch.
0: Well, pod. because but, uh, if you remember like we had done the Christmas special starting at like season six and we didn't know what was going on and, and, and all, the Hardys would get mad.
1: Rightfully so. We and had not seen the show. So we're watching it from we the beginning. Said we're going to start from the yeah. beginning.
2: Yeah. That's a, a very fine place to start. Thank <laughs> you.
1: We thought so too. So are these songs in the episodes?
2: That was a Mary Poppins reference. (laughs) Um, yeah, yes. Uh, the song is in this season, "Waves of Time." I wrote it for the scene that John Tinker wrote by the lake, and then I turned it into a full song and released it. So that one gets requested a lot because it's got all my harmonicas. Where the stink are all my harmonicas? I have like I have like a hundred, not a hundred. I have a full set of <laughs> of harmonicas floating around. That and "Waves of Time" has a good harmonica thing on it. Uh, and that I think the stone has probably requested the moats, which is about, I mean, some people think it's a rock song, but it's, uh, <laughs> it the is the stone.
1: stone. I mean, come on. It's a rock song.
2: <laughs> right, right. Right. But it's <laughs> the stone was rolled. The stone was rolled away, but it's oh. called the stone. And I wrote it when I was a kid, but, uh, my, my, uh, producer, we turned it into a kill bill, like spaghetti Western, but it's talking about like the resurrection. It's pretty really cool. <laughs> I, I'm I in for that i think people request that one the most and that's kind of my single that's kind of out there and then there's a song from Lou harris called called um all my tears and it's the only song on my record that's a cover that i sang at my dad's funeral and, and about five other celebration of life kind of ceremonies uh, uh bless their journey ceremonies uh and, and it's called all my tears and it's just stinking beautiful. And that's, that, that's probably number three on the request list. That's wow.
1: when, when are you sleeping, <laughs> man? Like you've done 230, some of these you're in when calls the heart. You're you have a new podcast. That's just bonkers. Good. Like when are you just, just taking time out for Paul and the fam? Like, when are you doing that?
2: Well, thank you for the inspiration for the podcast back in the day. I really do appreciate that. Um, I take time, I schedule it, man. Like my schedule today is, you know, from nine, I got up at six forty, and I scheduled, I did my morning routine and my workout and my meditation and my writing. And then a piece of rosemary from this, yep. from this bone broth, uh, my fiance, my fiance, <laughs> uh, uh, I've been fasting and this breaks the fast with bone broth, um, and yes so did I you want to break my- the fast or are you <laughs> are you mad at your
1: fiance i cannot tell <laughs> <laughs> no i wanted to yeah, okay okay, okay. All right, good. like
2: did i seem upset about you, i could the not Paul, she
1: tricked me and, this, and it's like well I'm, I'm here the reason you're one of I'm, my favorite if not my favorite interviews is i never know what you're going to say and it's wonderful and I, I honestly you were like i got <laughs> rosemary from the bone broth i didn't know if you were like low-key that's like italian mob <laughs> like mad or like this this fiance <laughs> over here or you were like this oh mercy. this yeah that's right like i, did, yeah, I couldn't say <laughs>
2: My fiance is trying to poison me with <laughs> that's, rosemary. That's no, no, right. No. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> that's that's what I do whenever there's a mob reference. It's a, it's a slightly off-tune F harmonica. No, but I I schedule man, and you know uh, I'm a night owl, but I also get up really early. I love hearing the birds and and that. You know, I sleep when I'm tired. Is you know when when you're in the evening as the sun's going down, I. I dim the house quite a bit and start my land approach to landing and turn off blue light. Like I have light blocking glasses and I have apps that get rid of blue light because blue light uh, tells your body to stop making melatonin. You know, like if you think about, if you think about this, then the sun rises, it's kind of red and orange. Right. And, and then as it gets to the middle of the day is when the sun is the most, most blue light. And that's when we're meant to be the most active, and that's when your biggest meal should be because your metabolism is actually the hottest right there. And then, as the evening goes, the light loses blue light. I'm talking about solar light, and and towards sunset, our ancestors would you know begin to wind down, and they would have their meal then, and then they would go to sleep unless they'd have a couple candles, but they're not like burning the midnight oil. So I try to stick to that. I do stay up later than I probably should sometimes. But like when I start to feel tired, I just go in. And then when I wake up, I wake up. So I sleep when my eyes are closed.
0: <laughs> this, sort of this, lesson of li- this lesson of life uh, segues nicely. I, I saw the other day, and forgive me for not knowing the details about this, but did you, are you starting like a, a, an, like a coaching? Are you starting a business what did I see? You were live the other day talking about something, yeah. doing something. What are you oh, doing? Yeah. You know what I'm talking no, about? That's, I'm yeah, sorry for not knowing our, anything. I'm just like, you're I'll, doing I'll, something online,
2: right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, we're coaching. So the, this is our fourth year. It's not started. We've okay. been after it. My, It's my wife's business. My wife, my, my fiancé, <laughs> uh, she, it's her, it, it's called Freedom Alchemist, like... <laughs> my 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 wife is in the mob i uh there was so much going on there there was
1: (laughs) there was a bit of borat there was a a callback harmonica there was
2: it was great it was just all gold keep going i'm sorry (laughs) so so my some i can't i'm gonna have to just say fiance without an accent or i'm gonna have to grab the harmonica that's right my fiance yeah uh is a strategic a Tony Robbins, trained strategic intervention. Wow. Coach, and she oh, wow. sort of has a biz. She has a business of interrupting people's sabotage mechanisms and, 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 and sh- helping them discover where they've set their thermostat for how good they're willing to have it. And it's, you know, it's, there's a limit that people get to a certain level of happiness or fitness or relationship and then they blow it up like they sabotage it. And she's, you know, I'm sure you guys have lost weight. And then all of a sudden you find yourself in the cookie jar at like 2 a.m. And you're like, I'm sabotaging all of that, you know, all of those gains. Right, guys? I don't know why
0: that's where your mind went looking at us because I mean, how dare you?
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Clearly we
0: don't
1: eat cookies. No, Come I don't know what you right. No, we're, we're, no, but hi- hypothetically, yeah, yeah, you know, hypothetically, of course, yeah, of course, no, 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 no. we've done the Hypothetical that cookie yeah, 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 jar. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah,
2: yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, I mean, it's yes. And so she's really, really powerful and she pri- coaches a lot of people privately. And she's like, why don't we make an online course? And then she's asked me to do the body stuff. So I used to do men's fitness covers for about a decade. And then when I would, before that, I was really into nutrition, health and vitality and all that because I just, uh, you know, I saw, I saw Fight Club with, or sorry, I saw uh, Bloodsport with Jean-Claude Van Damme when I was 16. And that movie had me want to have abs like Jean-Claude Van Damme. And so I stopped eating sugar and I also kept waking up. I think I told you this. this is how I started acting, but it's also what started my fitness kind of journey with Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> and I'm saying, I'm, you know, he, he I kept waking up thinking I was in on set. And that's what started me acting, but I also began my fitness journey. And then when my dad got ALS uh, seven years ago and passed away from ALS, that there was about five years of us trying to keep him alive or four years. Mm. And during that journey, I went into You know what causes you know that what causes the neurological systems to shut down and heavy metal poisoning detoxification. My dad had a pretty aggressive uh, environmental heavy metal poisoning from the oil and gas industry for forty plus years. Wow! And so we looked at ways to, you know, uh, detoxify and longevity and vitality and all these tools along the way. So I've sort of packaged them up. And all the books I've read, or whatever, and the coaches that I've had, and I do the the body part. So Kate does mind, I do body, and then we do a connection bit. And we've both had some big teachers in the w- relationship world, and we share some of our favorite relationship books, and etc. And so it's a it's a course called the Freedom Academy, really. And now it's a monthly membership. Uh, that people we coach on Zoom to our our people live for about an hour every week, and then they get homework for the week, and 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 it's very specific. And then we coach on that homework the following mm-hmm. Zoom, and it's an ongoing thing. It requires uh, quite a bit of love, and but we have a team. Like we have, I have a really great assistant, and we have another uh, person who works with us who's just phenomenal. And so Kate and I create the content. But guys, this lights me up more than anything. Watching and a lot of the people that have changed the most are in their seventies and eighties, and these are people that have had a way of thinking, or let's call it a limiting belief about themselves, and maybe haven't nurtured their inner child. Or and Kate deals with that stuff, and then I offer them some simple tools like drinking water, getting good sleep, what we talked about, and you know, and and understanding they're what the foods that they can eat that will actually make them feel good like live real food not packaged foods so they get rid of all their packaged food and it's just insane like one woman is in 76 and she's lost 60 pounds oh my I mean and think about that at that age to drop it and she dropped it gradually over the about two years with us but um it's that's that's, that's crazy really 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 fun and and it's so rewarding to feel like your life's having an impact in that way to somebody. You know? That's fascinating. You
1: said you were just coming off of a fast. Is it like a intermittent? Are you an intermittent fasting guy? Like, is this something yeah, you do every day?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like 16 hours. And, and sometimes I'll break it with celery juice or sometimes break it with bone broth uh, like this. Um, my wife... <laughs> She just yep. made some bone broth uh, and it's uh, really delicious. And then you whip the bone broth, like you take bones, you take grass fed bones and we have a pressure cooker wow. and you, you put them in the oven for about 20 minutes so that the, the, the marrow in the bones starts to wake up. Then you put a little bit of apple cider vinegar on the bones and then you put it in the pressure cooker and you add the, the water and all the herbs and onions and carrots in what as many herbs as you can find. And then you cook it for like, it'll finish it in two hours, but then we kind of let it coast overnight. And then you throw garlic in it and all these goodies and whip it in the blender. And it's this creamy fatty, she put butter in it, creamy fatty, like filled with collagen good for your joints and bones and hair and skin. And uh, especially stomach lining We're closing a lot of people, leaky guts from eating too much packaged food and drinking diet coats.
1: Not we would never we would never drink diet coke, I can tell you that right now, Paul. Uh, this is absolutely fascinating. I drink about 150 ounces of diet coke a day. No, no kidding. Um, having, yeah, having 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 <laughs> said that, Paul, it's clear your big meal is in the middle of the day. That's when your big meal is. What's the best big meal for Paul Green? Like in his in his kind of you know routine, the best. Like you're you're just eating high on the hog today. This is the perfect big meal for Paul Green. Middle of the day, middle of the the eating eating window. What do you got?
2: Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> it really, really depends. I love sourdough bread, so I'll sometimes make just the most epic sandwich. But it's you know, it it'll have a, a you know a grass fed cheese, and it'll have uh a bunch of like tomatoes and stuff on it and lots of olive oil and a bunch of herbs and stuff but like that's kind of like a snack the big i don't i mean when i say the big feed i I, when i walk in the kitchen this is my question what vegetable am i gonna put into my body like that's my question and so i've learned like before 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 you laugh yeah before you laugh (laughs) i've learned how to make vegetables so stinking delicious that you know that, that I crave them. And once you have celery juice in the morning and you eat more vegetables, you actually start craving more real food and less packaged food. So I don't really crave that stuff too much. But my son loves pasta, so he'll make a big, you know, organic uh, pasta that's like angel hair pasta. And we put all kinds of herbs and delicious and olive oil and Parmesan cheese. And, you know, I eat. I think I eat really, really well. Like we had tacos last night, but they were grass. Beef with lettuce, right? And then, yeah, and and this, and then herbs and stuff in the lettuce cup and salsa. I'm all in on all that. Like,
1: I'm all in on fresh, organic, not packaged
0: food. Like, bring it. This Uh, is what happens up, Paul. And I, and I gotta tell you, (laughs) I, uh, most people that do like online coaching stuff and the stuff that you're talking about, I just automatically say, you're full of it. Like, you're not like, <laughs> get out of here. I don't really trust you. You're doing it, but I do trust you. I think you're very like, you're just authentic. And I can see like, it's working for you. And so like, it's just like, I love hearing you talk about it. And last time you were on, you talked about how you start every day by, uh, jumping in the, in the, in the frozen lake and getting, taking a cold shower when he was an arrowhead. Yeah, and, I, was, and, I, and I, and I, and I, uh, I tried to take a cold shower the next day and <laughs> I was so sad and I was just like, I can't do it. I'll never be Paul green. And I feel like this, I'm going to go home and I'm going to try to eat a carrot. And I'll be like, it doesn't taste like, it doesn't taste like Paul d- d- described.
2: What am I doing wrong? Paul, you're not eating well. Don't no. well, don't start with like a raw carrot. Raw carrots are a bit challenging unless you have like there's this sauce called bitchin sauce that, pardon my French, but that's just what it's called. Yeah, there's nothing we can do about that. And there's nothing we can do (laughs) about about (laughs) the fact that that it's called that. that. If you take your little carrot and you get one from a farmer's market, not from the store, like a real carrot, that (laughs) will taste so sweet and they'll have dirt on it, you got to wash the dirt off, and then you dip it in the biachi sauce, (laughs) right? and, And then you you know, and then chew it, like taste it. Don't just like swallow it. But carrots was, I wouldn't start there. This is where I would start. Get a zucchini, okay. cut it up, but, but don't cut it thin, like cut it kind of thick and, right. you know, say it's like that. Cut it like that Then put it on a pan with water, like about that much water and let right. the water steam it for five minutes or so. Right. Take garlic on the side and cut it. Like really fine, sure. and then take you know you could take some ghee or a butter on low temperature or olive oil on low temperature, and start to brown the garlic over here, but the zucchini is just being cooked in water. Got okay, it. then hear me out. I'm once the water vapor, once the water evaporates from the zucchini, you turn off the flame. And then your garlic is sitting there in the butter or the olive oil or the ghee. And then you pour that all over the veg. Then you take salt, not the fine salt, but the kind of the the restaurant. Rock salt. Yeah. Rock salt's good, or there's a better one I like called flake salt. That's thin, and it's it's you know it's sea salt, and it's not going to elevate your blood pressure too much if you don't if you use it right. And just put a little flaky salt, and then crushed red chili flakes, like okay. the one you put on pizza, yeah, all over that zucchini. And then so the the zucchini's cooked in water, but the oil you put on later. So when you bite into it, the water literally bursts in your mouth. With and don't eat it too soon, or you'll burn your mouth. Yep. But then you have this gorgeous oil that's not overcooked and black it's just lightly browned the garlic and the roasted garlic won't give you dragon mouth because you roasted it it's like if you eat raw garlic you're going to you know going to be alone for a minute but that's where i would you know there's so many tricks and hacks to making veggies taste good but you just got to be curious about it
1: <sighs> yeah i i i'm all about organic no it sounds so good Paul. it's everything yeah, but like
0: no. i'm so scared, like <laughs> I need you to understand, Paul, I had salmon for the first time last night (laughs) because I've been scared of it my whole life. That's where I'm coming from. I'm picky. I'm scared of food. Yeah. When I'm trying a new food, it takes me about ten minutes to gain the courage to finally put it in my mouth. So what you're saying, I'm like, this sounds awesome, it. but like I, I know I like a cookie, so that's it's tricky, <laughs> and I don't gotta no, no, and no. I'm
1: gonna
2: do anything. Or do you are, do you do you use any caffeine at all? Are you drinking coffee? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have one cup of coffee, and if okay. I want something else, I'll do a ceremonial matcha green tea later because I I love the bounce, but it's there's no tweakiness to matcha. You know, yeah. it's just kind of like a nice, right. nice caffeine. If anyone's trying to give up coffee, just matcha green tea is great for the energy. But I, I do. I have like a little, I really like making, but I have one cup of coffee a day. That's it.
1: Yeah, that's like,
2: me um, for sure. But
1: I'm on the right track. For, like you. Yeah.
2: You're you on the right track. But, <laughs> but here's, yeah. you know. Here's, I can do the, the organic
1: side of it. The the, the no packaged food. I could do that. And I do most of the week. My wife is a, a pediatric OT and she's really big into that. Like during the week, we eat all organic food that's all we eat but the diet coke is where you lose me i the carbonation cold carbonation soda like that's that's where you lose yeah. me man
2: you should switch to topo chico which is a, it's good. a mexican i, I, I drink wrong. topo chico at my house okay well <laughs> just just like balance it a little bit like <laughs> like minimize your diet coke but here's the thing like if to make it simple if you just tried to get more high water content food in your diet, which is fruits and vegetables. Like the goal is 70%, but even if you get to like 40% of like when your plate, most people have meat and then pasta and then their veggies are like this right. little tiny thing. It should be the other way. Like a lot of veg, a little bit of meat and a little bit And you know, I only eat meat about twice a week or sometimes once a week, but you know, it's just a, it's a, it's a sliding scale. Just slowly start to move towards more fruits and veg okay. and away from the more dense kind of process things. And then you start to feel better. And then it's like momentum. So
1: this is what Paul doesn't know is we've got him all on tape doing this. We're gonna sell this podcast uh, as our coaching is what we're gonna do. It's like a it's like a pyramid scheme kind of thing, Paul. That's what we're. I like it. I like it. You have guests on, and then you
2: yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah, that's what we're. That's why I had to sign that. Oh, and if you're trying to sleep at night, take take lavender oil. I'm not kidding, and put it on your finger like this. And there's you have a thing here called the vagus nerve, and you just rub it, and and as you rub it, oh shoot, (laughs) there he is. God, no, but here no, but seriously, uh, I shouldn't do that. Cause it will make me sleepy. But if you put it behind each of your ears, uh, if you have a hard time sleeping, that's, that's one thing, but also just turn off the news. That'll help.
1: Yeah. That always helps. You're 100% right about that. Well, uh, when we
0: have you back on next year, I'll, I'll let you know how I'm doing. Yeah. You really do. You do inspire me. I, I, I told Dan when I walked in last year, I was like, man, I tried the cold shower thing. I <laughs> I think I just I didn't I, I didn't I couldn't do it. But I went, I'm gonna make this happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. I'll, it's
2: just baby steps, man. I can and do this. Just be just be kind and and gentle with yourself in your Thank head. You. Like don't beat yourself up. That's right. I need I need it, that. I reminder. will say this: the uh, Krispy Kreme
1: donut for free every morning with the vaccine <laughs> is not helping. But I don't know what you want. We you know we we live in like close to the capital of Krispy Kreme donuts. Have you heard about this? With your vaccine card, you get a, you free, get a free donut, donut every, donut every day. day, every day. So like. We've both been vaccinated. <laughs> so you show up at the drive through Paul. You show them your card. Free donut.
2: Like, I, you See, got good stuff that, here, but we can't, you can't compete with that. That's free. <laughs> I am just conf- baffled by such a, such a lack of care of prevention around, term, around illness and, and education around what sugar does. Have you guys seen that sugar film? This will help you. I don't want to see it. it? (laughs) That, that sugar, it's actually really entertaining. It's an Aussie guy, that sugar film. I promise you watch it. Oh, That's what it's called. That sugar film. Yeah, that's what it's called. Is is it on like Netflix or something? (laughs) It was. uh, And I think they took it off because, because it's, it's like, you know, the sugar, the sugar and tobacco uh, lobbyists are pretty powerful. Oh yeah, for sure but it's where it'll change your relationship to 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 sugar because you realize it's in stinking absolutely everything and you might think you're not eating like candy but then your salad dressing has more c- sugar than your a can of Coke, and you might as well just be drinking Coke for cracking right. ice. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, uh, you know, that's why. Well, that's I mean, this it, it, this sounds awful, but that's why I never watched that meat documentary on Netflix that everybody was talking about a couple years ago. It was like because I just I, I still want to eat a steak. Like I just, <laughs> I, just yeah. I don't want to know. I don't want to be sad. It's true, but that's why I, mean, I could never. True. Like if I was forced to kill animals, I'd
2: be a vegetarian. So like that's just <laughs> who I am. Yeah. I can't. I couldn't do it. And every documentary is very skewed with one side, and and I, you know, you have to watch a vegetarian documentary, but then you have to watch the keto one that's pro, just so you can make up your own mind because you, you know, they can take evidence and make you think, you know, they landed on the moon in the '60s. (laughs) Landed on the moon, you (laughs) know, know. the land, you know, the cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, If Um, if you believe they put a man on the moon yeah I mean, no, yeah, no kidding. kidding. I, mean, I am no, not a moon denier. I am not a moon denier I'm no. just i i'm I'm only conspiratorial adjacent. well, the re- I'm not uh, a consp-
1: the reason it took you so long to get you back on is you kept
2: sending us those flat earth pamphlets, <laughs>
1: Paul, and we were just like, God, Paul, stop it'
2: <laughs> I know but it's hard to stop once you do realize how flat the earth is, especially <laughs> in the prairies where culture wall is from. And myself. yeah,
1: yeah for right. sure. When you're mowing that six, seven acres there, you couldn't see any sort of it curvature goes on forever. That's right. It's gotta be flat. It's gotta be flat
0: at some point. Paul, yeah, can yeah. we
1: talk about acting briefly? If you don't mind, what, uh, what do you have on the horizon? Anything, uh, or when calls the heart taking up most of your time?
2: I just finished a pilot. Um, that's, that I don't think my Hallmark fans are going to like. Actually, I'm certain <laughs> they're not. Well, who's it for? It is, it's, it's, uh, independent and they're pitching it, but they're pitching it to, you know, HBO and Hulu and stuff. So nice. it's, it's How much, naked are you, Paul? Uh, just, no, just see how they, where this button is. Yeah. Like one, one. Oh, okay. No, they'll love it. But okay. is, the, is it the no. words? It's a bit, the, the language, it's a, it's a comedy, okay. uh, but it's, there's there's you yeah, there's a few words and it's just in general just the, my my main audience won't enjoy it but you know as an artist we sort of have to keep creative and I got to write my original music for it oh nice uh, a song I wrote called Freedom that uh, is and it was actually and it's the last two minutes of the the pilot is my song that kind of carries the thing which you know what's interesting at the beginning of the year I wrote down that I wanted to create. A moving picture in LA, where I get to make people laugh and play my music. That's driving distance to my house. I wrote it down very specifically, and that's exactly. What wow, what's it called? What this was, uh, it's called We Woke, and it's literally about a bunch of woke people. Like woke, yeah. we can yeah. do quotes there. Yeah, we can do quotes there. Uh, yeah, that are struggling kind of to find their authenticity and the the guy who did it is as stuart uh townsend's brother dylan and stuart townsend's a big actor yeah so is dylan really uh and uh an an, an uh, irish director uh named christian uh, Chris, kirsten um sheridan and her and her dad she did august rush and, yeah. her, and her dad her and her dad did in america do you remember yes. in america yes that Irish family that migrates, and there's it's the guy great, upstairs it's great. The, who has HIV, and he's like, I'm in love with your anger. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. That's her. That's her, our director, wow. and her and her dad wrote and directed that. And August Russ, so she knew how to work my music. Into Fantastic. It. I can't uh, wait. That's been, really fu- that's been really fun. I mean, it's we'll see who buys it and how that one goes, and, and that'll be in L.A., a half-hour comedy, which is what I wrote specifically that I wanted it's to great. be a part of.
0: But did, like, it. so how did it come about with... You and the music and that song, like how much of this was your idea show wise versus did they bring you on and they were you're like, "Hey, I got a thing that might work for this
2: oh, that's such a great question, so one my friend was the d p on it, and I know dylan uh uh he's a in our big circle of burning man friends and such uh, and and we had he want he was going to make a music video for the stone, and my friend Told me that he was directing this thing, and I called up Dylan. I was like, Hey, is there a part in this? For me, it sounds funny. I didn't read the script. I mean, <laughs> I read a part of that script and just the idea of shooting in Topanga about these hippies and hipsters and hippies and every and techies trying to merge and find themselves. Uh, and I was like, Is there a role for me? And he's like, Not yet, but what are you thinking? And then I'm like, And we kind of came up with Norman who's a Republican who, you know, wants his freedom and a welder. And I kind of, I kind of created the character after my uncle, whose name is Norman and a welder. And this mustache actually was for Norman. And funny enough in the pilot, I'm wearing a similar shirt to this and a vest to that. (laughs) And, but, but I said, why don't, you know, let me write a song for the music and, and freedom, you know, everyone everyone's after freedom. And from the, 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 everyone was against Norman. He's the only Republican Republican in a really liberal circle of hipsters and hippies. And I'm also the financer of the whole project. And they're, they're creating uh internet in, uh, intellect IP. They're collecting intellectual property and they live together. And I said, Hey, uh, and we sort of Norman came out of it and and Norman's passionate about freedom, but he's starting to, but, and I have a make America great hat in the pilot. It's just unbelievable. It's funny. It's it's great. And, but the, it respects every side. And I, and I'm also, I'm the woke one to all these woke (laughs) people. I'm like, you know, we all just want freedom. Like you want your freedom to, to for this. I everyone's after kind of the same thing. And why can't we focus on what unites us? And the, really, the pilot's about uniting the two sides. And I represent uh, the the far the far conservative side. And then there's the really liberal girls that just hate me, but they kind of like me because they like my mustache. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, come
1: on, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? I love it. That's <laughs> awesome.
0: So you're shopping it now and. Hopefully we'll yeah. get to see
1: it. Uh, we, uh, yeah. And a part of the- go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. No, you, no, no, you, you go, go, ahead. go ahead. You go <laughs> ahead. No, no, you go. <laughs> I was going to change the wind calls the heart. So I want to hear you finish the sentence on. on oh we, yeah. We and
2: then just, you know, auditioning for things. I do a lot of voiceover stuff. Uh, uh, which I'm so excited about. I get auditions for video games and I use this mic in this space. My, my son painted this wall for me for the episode. The podcast is called the grass is greener. Oh, we'll get there. And ref. I promise oh, we'll get there. Okay. Oh, yeah. We'll come back to the wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, and then auditions on zoom and I do an, an, a zoom acting class every Monday, which is about five hour class Wow. with, with some really talented people. And then zoom, or like video self-tapes for auditions for projects that would squeeze in between my Hallmark movies and, uh, and When Calls a Heart. So it's like finding... Uh, a project that will work within the days is it's tricky. There's it's limited. Have you ever had to turn
1: down something that we would have heard of because of when calls the heart, like something like you were like really excited about, but you couldn't.
2: Oh yeah. There was a, there was a, I turned down a, a, a six episode arc on, it's called The Republic of Sarah. It's coming out on CBS. Yep. And it, it was shooting in uh, Tirana. And Tirana. Tirana. Oh, Tirana. Tirana. Okay. I love Tirana. And they would have... But I had just got back from When Calls of Heart. I booked it. And they're like, You're, you have to fly to Tirana on the day before Christmas. Oh. And I had... My son was going through some stuff, like... Yeah some struggles, some teenage, I wouldn't even call it rebellion, just like coping mechanisms yep. really. Yep. And it's mild compared to what a lot of people deal with, but it was pretty heavy to be in Vancouver during COVID shooting wind calls the heart. Couldn't fly home to, to help my son. Wow. And then I get home and I book this thing and I'm like, I'm not going to leave the day before Christmas. And they would have had me in Toronto and I, and, and not able to leave for eight weeks and i'm like i my family is way more important than but it was a cool role and actually believe it or not had the mustache for the audition on tape because i was shooting we woke this is my lucky charm i'm gonna yeah. see if i can get them carson to keep it you know if it's yeah. god god willing and the creek don't rise and season nine comes gives us a big surprise i would like carson i think it's period period appropriate yeah yeah, cuz
1: they they're worried about that on when calls of the heart. I, I, I will say this. Uh no, I was I know, I know Paul, but I mean as a former history yeah, as That's a former history foul. teacher, some of the things that happened in the 1910s on that show not history appropriate or period piece appropriate.
2: But I do my are question we, my first question are is we about boring, Are we boring Panda right now? No, oh, so you you're say? not boring so, me at all. You're yeah. Not boring <laughs> at are me. Are we boring? No, yeah. you're not boring me, me at me? all. What were you checking on your phone?
0: I had a I have a I had a 2:30 thing scheduled and I and I told him, "Wait, I'm talking to Paul." That's right. We got I put to do. I pushed it for yeah. you.
2: Wow. Uh, is this video being Is this video being released? Yeah, it is. we'll be on the YouTube. Yeah. All
1: I mean, right. we'll take All out right. good, we'll, good, we'll, good. you know, we'll, we'll 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 edit as needed.
2: Um uh, I, my uh, question you good, is you, uh, you be, uh, do not edit him on his phone. No, no, no. No, 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 no. that'll stay in. Listen, that'll stay. in I, for I,
1: sure. I, um how dare he? Am I right? When Calls the Heart Season 9 has not been renewed yet. Now, the Hardys, a lot of them will say, hey, it never gets renewed this early. But this, is, the ratings are bonkers for this thing, man. Like, everybody's, you know, in this three-year, who's Elizabeth going to pick saga. And, you know, people are wondering why it hasn't been renewed yet. Are you concerned? What do you think the odds are for a renewal there?
2: I'm concerned at how many buttons are undone here, but I've done so many push-ups that I can't shut this yeah. one. Like I actually look at, I tough. can't shut it. It's tough. Man. I'm more concerned about between having the, a Western shirt Between fits. the bone broth and the push-ups. you don't stand it. That shirt doesn't stand a <laughs> chance. No, no. I mean, and I'm not intentionally trying to show my belly button. It's just comfortable. Yeah. So, <laughs> so back to that, I, you know, if it doesn't, it'd be very surprising. The ratings are so good and, the fan base just continues to grow, and I think John Tinker did a great job of the storylines. Like, um, so wait, you like them, you hate them, and I, wh- I, wait, I, why am I calling Brand? Why did I call Brand? It's, it's not I'm sorry. It's, it's we it's, call Brand whatever whatever we want. No, to. No, no, your Brand. But um, even yeah. behind you, if I had just paid attention, <laughs> the names are right <laughs> under your faces. That's right. And I still, yeah. I was racking my brain, going, "Is that one Brand or Panda? <laughs> no,
0: you're you're, you're totally fine. no.
2: We yeah, he loves it, but actually
1: to be fair, we're in season two. Both of these guys love season one. By the end of season one, I was like, okay, I get the appeal, but season two has been a real stinker so far. And, and what we found is, is that, the Hardys kind of agree. Like, of the of the eight seasons, season two is the one where they try... Because
0: Elizabeth's to, over in Hamilton. She's out of, and, the, out of
1: Hope, Hope Valley. They're split up. It's a whole thing, and it's only seven episodes, and the Hardys don't like it. So, when we started watching... I mean, Dylan, the Hardys
0: like it. The Hardys Good. still
1: like it, but they say it's the worst season. Like, it's almost a consensus. Season two is the worst season of When Calls the Heart. Um,
0: Watch all the other Hardys. They're going they're
1: gonna yeah, to gonna gonna come in and be like, no, 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 it's not season two. It's season one. I don't know. But... Uh, no, you're right. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. We watched, uh, you know, we interviewed Aaron earlier this year and she, wasn't it her that said that there was a musical, uh, episode, uh, uh, of when calls the heart that was proposed, uh, 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 there was
0: a, uh, a for, they were going to do the Christmas special in 2020, but it got pushed, I think, as a COVID or whatever. And it had a musical number in it. Uh, that what day. do you
1: think about that, Paul? Musical number or episode of When Calls the Heart? I mean, you're musically gifted, and clearly a lot mm-hmm. of the other cast is. I
2: mean, sounds like a no-brainer. Yeah, there's there's a lot of singers. Kevin's really great. Um, of course, Aaron sings really well. Jack Wagner had a had a career as a singer and. Andrea Brooks sings great, um, and I'm sure there's you know everyone's v- trained like actors, so that you kind of have to train your voice in, when you're in when you're in school. Um, I, you know, the, it's it's hard to understand why the fans want it too. So I don't know. i it's been there's been talk about it. I think I think they should shoot it live and it's a roving camera so like on christmas yeah we rehearse we rehearse like a play and every like in the infirmary we have a scene going on and it's there's musical elements singing for sure that but it's like and then they the camera follows a character out of the infirmary down to the saloon and in the saloon there's a whole scene going yeah. on and it's, but it's love lot, but we're filming it live. I love it. This is, this is my proposal. And then there's music and come back around to the barbershop or to the Abigail's cafe and then back to the infirmary. Then it ends everybody in the, you know, around the tree singing like a Christmas thing that, that takes people home and it makes, so I, that's what I think. And, and, and you know, but there's there's, it's not the easiest thing logistically I think and rights to get rights to music yeah. is really a, a real turd monkey.
1: Yeah, those are the worst uh, turd monkeys. I just I love em. that idea though. Uh
2: yeah, uh, I know. Uh, Alive. Now you have me
1: on board at live. Anything can go wrong and I I, I love that. Um, I
0: want I want the whole thing to be single cam. <laughs> it's, just,
1: it's just one continuous shot. like an shot. Alfonso Cuarón Children of Men
2: shot. Right. But but hope valley. That's what I'm talking. Tracking about. am I'm talking about tracking shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it would be I be it. It would be really good to do, I think. And then you know, the camera leaves his infirmary, and then I'm done, and I know that I got to get back to that other location by this time. And there's oh, yeah. 16 ads, making sure everybody's on where there needs. I love to be. it. I think it'd be fun. So you
0: forgot your jacket. I have a. Theory. I don't know who that person is, but he's back there. You forgot your you jacket. Forgot your jacket. That guy. Love is back that guy.
1: There. I uh, you show up in Winkle's Heart in season five. We're not there yet. We four. do. We oh four. I thought it was f- yeah. 2017. No, okay, no so, four episode four okay my bad season 4 don't even i'm sorry um do you, you show up and within and in the following season uh jack you know spoiler alert by- bites it he's gone um yeah w- do you blame yourself do you, do you do we feel like some star he power here let's kill him i don't think it was a blame i think they added the star power knowing Lissing's contract Ooh. was up. Like, I think it was, hey, let's get some other star power in here. Paul Green, he's he's done these movies. He's Christmas Detour. We, we got this guy. Ooh, Detour, He'd yes. be great on, on When Calls the Heart. Lissing's contract's up. We know he's leaving. Let's let's soften that blow a little bit by introducing Dr. Paul Green into town. What do you think about that?
2: I love, I love your theory. <laughs> and, you know, with or without, Dr. Carson coming in that that time, you know, and then the unfortunate events of course with what happened with Abigail's character Lori Locklin yep. the next year. Listen, it's so much bigger than one character. The show, the heart of that town is a character and then, you know, all of us get to play these roles. What what really is the the star power is the fans. Oh yeah. The fan, like the fans. I'm sure it didn't help. I didn't I'm sure it didn't hurt rather <laughs> that I had some I'm sure it didn't help. I'm sure it didn't hurt that I had some successful movies uh prior to me coming that it I'm sure it helped. And uh but honestly, the show is so much bigger than really any one of us in the sense that it's about it's about us everybody together, and it's these fans are just so they're so organized. I mean, I did a movie with another actor, actress who I will, will not mention because, uh, there was, she was on a show and there was fans of her show. Oh. That when the movie came out, I was excited because it was such a big show. I was like, oh, your fans are this is gonna do really well. And the Hardys out tweeted, yeah. it was like a hundred to one. When, yeah. I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. The amount of support that the Hardys came out for um constantly. And so, yeah, thank you for that compliment. And it's all of, it's about the town and the the and the ensemble of all of us, I think, working together. And then of course uh, the the writing of it but you know what's even bigger i think is the the need that the show is filling from little house in the prairie and from all the fans that are looking for nourishing content so the superstar here is the 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 need that 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 hallmark channel is filling with their movies but also of course our show is even more than niche, niched down to that those people that loved Little House in the Prairie, and of course, our show was created by Michael Landon Jr. Yep, yeah, that's right, Landon, because
1: he directed some early episodes. I noticed that, and I, I looked it up. I was like, "Oh my goodness, that's quite a tie-in." It shows.
0: It shows though, yeah. like in the ratings, the way that the demo's broken up. Yeah, like it's you can tell the niche, like because yes. it's it definitely skews a bit older than a traditional primetime television show so it's but interesting al-
1: also it does better than most hallmark christmas movies i mean yeah. it's near three mil only what only nine hallmark christmas movies last year top three million viewers and you guys are at like 2.9 a week so like yeah. it may be more niche but the hardys are out in four the all those hardys aren't watching all the christmas movies i mean that they are and we know when we say bad things about when calls the heart we hear from the hardys and like we do and like we appreciate the passion. Like it doesn't bother me one iota to hear from somebody who's passionately defending when calls the heart. You can, and and that love is evident. I mean, we've had you and McGarry and, and we, you know, we've had all these people on the McNally. show. McNally, McNally's been on Crayco, and they're all wonderful. And the and all the people show up to watch those episodes because they love that that
2: community. It's not about one star. You're right. It's about a big community. You're 100 right about that what I'm hearing from what you're sharing is that of all those names I'm your favorite
1: oh for sure well I mean we, you, right, were the, right, you were you okay, were the okay. first win calls the heart if honest, first win calls the heart actor unless you count like Andrew Walker who was on for two episodes, first regular I think that we had on the show um I do have a question since you mentioned the community I know we have so we can talk i mean like we, we both think Lori Lachlan should be able to come back on the show. We think, you know, what she did, whatever, terrible. People have done far worse and, 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 gotten, and, and gotten another chance. We think she should come back on the show. We can ask you about that later. But we always heard that she kind of got to film her stuff all in a few days. Like that was kind of part of her agreement. Um, is that First, is that accurate? And, and then a follow-up is how many days during filming when Calls the Heart is the whole gang, like the whole town on set together, like in a, in a season?
2: hmm yeah there's a really i'll try to get to that there's a really interesting documentary obviously on netflix about the varsity blues scandal that yeah i watched it it doesn't it doesn't vindicate anybody but it all but it has the bigger picture make a little bit more sense Mm -hmm. i watched it and i was like oh like and maybe it's not fully true either like in some ways you know and i love her she's a dear dear sweet human being and, and I, and, um and I really, and I'll always, you know, uh, care for her and, 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 and really grateful. My mom got really sick and hit her head and was in, we didn't know if she was going to make it. Lori really was there for me in a really oh. big way and all i've seen of lori is her generosity and her giving and her charities that she's connected to and you know they got caught up in something that was slippery and the guy's slippery like and then at a certain point maybe they knew more and you just we just don't know i just right. i hate uh making up too much about things i'm not 100 percent certain of in any direction with that but i love her and no her her days were she would shoot about a week and then, because she she was on Fuller House too, right. but also it was a family agreement, so she could be home with her family, her husband and her daughters. Oh, wow. So, and she's the reason we had a. We, she's the reason that the show is on the air. Wow, she she came into the original movie. Brad Cravoy, a producer, from what I understand, and you know her star power for that movie. And then they turned that first movie into the the series. But Lori signing on, she came on just for like a day on the movie, and and Brad Carvoy, um, you know, was able to get her to agree to the movie. And I think a big part of that was her commitment to her family, and her you know. And then she loved you know. She's such a big part of the success. I think of early on of the show. And, and having that character, Abigail, and, um, but then, yeah. Uh, and then there was a third part to your question. Oh, is there a day when we're all together? Like how many days in a eight, eight, 10 week shoot that are, are is not, the whole gang all there? Uh, we have 14 day shoots usually not, uh, not, uh, very regularly. No, I would say maybe Christmas episodes when everyone's in the saloon or a bachelor party. Uh, so you could shoot a mind. whole
1: season. Like in, in season eight, the whole
2: gang is never together. I had almost no scenes with Jack Wagner. I don't think I had wow. a single one. Even Kevin McGarry and I didn't have a scene until that very last, uh, the one you got the episode that you got, you guys haven't seen. This no, we've season? not no. gotten there
1: yet. Well, no, no, no. We'll talk no, to you next year.
2: The, <laughs> yeah. Who's got the time. Well, next year you'll be on a season three, <laughs> yeah. um, at this, at this pace, <laughs> uh, <laughs> one, a week, hey, one a week, one a week. We're not
1: taking weeks off, man. We'll, we'll get there. I promise. Now We're, wait a second. So you're watching them,
2: and then are you reviewing the episodes? Yes. Every yeah. Thursday we re, we have Our, a "Wind Calls the Heart" episode. Yeah. So just forgive me for not understanding, but who? Which one of you hates them? Me. So you you hate them, but you yeah. say it with a bit of a cheeky smile because. Like, I mean, hate. Yeah. Despise. Really. I, I, I I will say this. Oh, despise. The thing that
1: I, the thing that, that makes I, it better. uh, I've, I've grown, the way I've grown over the last three years of doing this show, Paul, is that I used to just hate the movies. Now I, I love to hate them. So like, I know Why all the, makes sense. I know all the people involved and we've never had a guest on this show that I didn't think was salt. Like they're all great people. And so you watch it and you know that they're all talented actors and you know, what they're doing and they know what they're doing. And so even if it's not for me, and even if it's hokey or cheesy or whatever, it's fun. Like it's a, it's fun to say that's ridiculous or, or that's not really my thing, or this isn't from 1910. I'm sorry. Like it's fun. It's not mean spirited. Hopefully, even though I'm sure some people think it is, it's not hopefully cynical. It's a little sarcastic and it's a little fun, but it it just is the fact that, you know, I do a I do a film podcast, like a, 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 a with a film critic in LA, and we do we take an old classic film and compare it to a hit, and we talk about film history and like my backgrounds in history. Oh, cool! My, 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 what's that called? It's what, called a what's film. It called? It's called a film and a movie. So, like next week's Great. episode is 1947's Burt Lancaster's Brute Force, compare uh, 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 c- combined with Shawshank Redemption. So, like, and oca- Ooh, occasionally okay. we do a, uh, a a Hallmark movie as well, and in fact. One of my, uh, I mean, my, my co host recommended Christmas Detour as a pairing with an old movie. I, I, I'm blanking on the movie right now, um, but it's, uh, oh yeah, it's right here.
2: I Know Where I'm Going is the name of the old movie. Yeah. I've not seen and it. And I bet you Ron Oliver would would have probably pulled inspiration from I it. I bet Ron would be, come on. To, you, I, we should
1: talk to Ron. Ron's a good uh, friend no, of the show, he,
2: for sure. Yeah, and I, I listened to the one where him and, and Nelson came on, yeah. um, Kenny Kwan. Yeah, and yeah. so I... Yeah, I that's a really cool idea. And Ron Oliver's on the film Noir Society and the Noel Coward Society. So he yeah. Uh, He brings as much of that to it. But anyway, my, so for my background, like
1: he, but when he asked me to be on the show, he knew I was kind of a movie snob a little bit. Like I I, I was a guy that was going to kind of, I love to critique. I think there's truth and there's living that you can do. And there's things you can learn through criticism. I love for people to be critical of me. Like I I love it. And so it's a natural oil and water situation for me to be watching Hallmark anyway. And so I'm not coming in angry. Like this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. I come in, and I, I try to give it my best shot, but at the end of the day, it's not made for me. And so that's kind of the the humor that comes from
2: it. But if it's me reading the signs here, another, <laughs> oh, another movie reference, of course, yeah. Uh, and I'm looking at body language, Dan, you're perked up, and you're yeah. sparkly, and, and <laughs> Bran over there looks like he hates the Hallmark movies. Like, if I'm looking at this, <laughs> like if It's I, after if, lunch if I, for us,
1: that's the problem. If
2: I ignore, did you guys eat right before this episode? Yeah, yeah. we had pizza. We had pizza, too. <laughs> It was well, organic. organic. Uh, I don't know. Sorry, oh, yeah. Right, right, right. So so there you go. There's a, like... <laughs> yeah. Okay, do you guys have any Diet Coke or something? Yeah, we got some Diet Coke Damn. around yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get... get so Crack here's one the thing. Open. Like, if I don't... If I ignore the poster in the background, mm-hmm. yeah. it seems to me like Dan is yeah. quite thrilled about talking about Hallmark movies and and Bran is 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 very irritated by He's them. on you know. his phone, he no. doesn't care. Stop he just <laughs> Stop. That couldn't be further from the truth. That couldn't be further from the truth. So 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 wait, Bran, tell me this. Yeah. Have you ever caught Dan out of the corner of your lookums actually caught up? <laughs> In, in a movie and you're like, see, I knew it. He actually does. Have you ever caught him?
0: So uh, this is something that happens on a regular basis oh, where I'll be watching, not a regular basis, it. but occasionally oh. I'll be watching a movie because we watch them together Yeah, and I'll look over and I'll see something and I'll be like, I think this might be one. I think this might be one that he likes. And then uh, sometimes and, I'm right, sometimes I'm not. I have, li- but I mean, I've
1: liked about a half dozen of them. We've watched like 300 and I've liked like six or seven. Um, so occasionally mm. like it, it hits. I mean, and I'm honest when it does, I'm like, hey, this really worked for me. And I,
0: but t- I, like yeah. the interesting thing about the dynamic, like Dan is really good at like it being gr- grumpy and, and yeah. critical and I'm not. And it, so when I don't like a movie, it sounds way it sounds harsher way than Dan Everett. That's right. Yeah. And it's not and like it's not intentional it's no. just I'm not good at being critical cuz it's not I'm not I, I'm just happy to be alive
2: <laughs> Well, the night of your awards show, yeah. what were you drinking, Brand? <laughs> <laughs> what was I? What were you, we drinking? A champagne. It w- there was champagne because yeah. you you were spicy. <laughs> a couple of moments, you were like, I was like, why is the camera not on Brand right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, spicy. Why are they just peeled over there to, yeah. pa- to, to Panda and Don't Dan? Worry. Don't worry but, about it. <laughs> well, you know who I, controls I thought, the cameras? He does. Yeah, I do it. So oh, well, in, that's what yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, there yeah. you have it. <laughs> I. There's no, I thought it was really entertaining. I actually really enjoyed the, the award show. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. We appreciate that. We had a lot of fun doing it.
1: Um, you, you kind of turned into the interviewer here for the last 15 minutes, which is, you know, great. And you're a natural and it's because you've had a lot of practice on your own podcast,
2: Paul, the, the grass is, is the grass is greener. Is that, that's the name of it, correct? Yeah. And it's a reference to the grass is greener where you water it. Uh, it's a it's an old quote. It's basically nour- nurturing the the things that you love, and the grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it, where you take yeah. care of it. So it's a it's a reference to you know f- uh, making sure your 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 wife your not wife <laughs> making sure she has her, the the right tea and the right treats that she enjoys and like nourishing, like my son, knowing what makes my son feel like he's, you know, winning and, and supporting those things with him, whether it's helping him find a cool skateboard spot or whatever, it's watering your grass of your family. But anyway, the, the podcast, actually you, there's a few people that said I should do one and you were, I, was it you Dan or was it you, Brand?
1: It was me. Yeah. It probably was Brian. Brand's tried anytime he, he has that vibe. Brand's really good at that. He, he senses, you know, somebody would be good at podcasting. He usually throws that, that rope out
2: there. So I, I can remember that yeah. you saying that you and, you, and we were right. I mean, it's a great podcast. It's, it's been really fun to interview people. And I do take, like you said, I do the long form where a lot of times just catching up for me with some of my favorites. Like, you know, Ryan Pavey, him and I, we know each other, but we haven't spent a lot of time. So then you end up, we end up talking about all the things that make us uh, excited. And Andrew Walker was on there and Daniel Lissing, the. The, you know, the original Jack uh, from when called the, not the original the or is, Jack. There's Jack a new Jack. From. Is there a new, are we confirmed well, there's a new Jack. There's a new Jack. Jack Owing Wagner. <laughs> Jack, Jack Wagner. Um, there's a, there's a new replay. There's a replacement, uh, but his name is not Jack. And I do know, who, I do know who, you know, who gets the girl. When you Um, found out that it was Lucas, how like when you got that script, you're like, "It's Lucas! Oh my gosh!" Like, how did how did you feel, Paul? You know, funny thing is, I didn't read the 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 scripts intentionally to to know to find out who. I'm not just that, but I do my very best to. I read the scripts and then I do my best to focus on my world, so I'm not like, what if Carson wouldn't know much about that? I try not to, so then my character can really react in the moment rather than know all these goodies about it so i do my best in movies is different movies i read the whole thing yeah. a lot like over and over but when there's so many different storylines it's like i don't need to necessarily carson wouldn't know what's happening in the bedroom over there <laughs> with uh with those people and their and their fights with with team clara and, and clara and uh um jesse so yeah i i so i really i'm not sure who she ends up with (laughs) yeah that's what you're trying to say
1: well let me ask you this how often aaron and kevin and chris all were like you know sometimes you know early on in the season you know you have a lot of time showrunners are talking and then as the season progresses you know the windows kind of start to get tighter to get the shots in and get everything and sometimes in the middle of the season some of the arcs would change on what we were doing uh did, has that happened with Dr. Carson, or do you think that's just a product of this love triangle they've created?
2: I mean, the winds have been blowing uh, strangely from the north. Uh, in more than one occasion through Hope Valley in whether that brings in someone's father or someone's son, like, yeah, the, then the storylines, you know, John Tinker, I feel like he's brought a lot of conflict and a lot of drama to the season. He tinkers. A, a, he's a tinkerer. Yeah. He's a tinker, And he tinkers with the the wind and the storylines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, there was some change, not so much for Carson, I would say. I mean, there's, there's, there's a little bit of that with Carson, you know, well, well, should Carson go to take this? You guys don't know what's going on this season, do you? No, no but I you don't. can act like we no, do when you, you talk yeah. to the fans yeah. right now. That's totally fine. Okay, fans, <laughs> just because just it's just because it's us, you you and um, there was some we were so during through the season we were trying to. <laughs> You know, should Carson go to do this fellowship in, in Baltimore or should he stay in Hope Valley? And, you know, there was some back and forth. And where it ended up, you won't know until the final episode.
1: Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's
2: good. I'm yeah. back with you guys. I'm back with you guys. <laughs> that was Thanks. great. Goodness, um, good
0: to have you back. I want to know, um, you're doing this podcast. What? Pod- love- what? What love is? Well, yes, of course. Yeah. But also, with your uh, podcast, um, is there a hall star? You mentioned, Ryan, how you didn't really know him. You knew him, but you, you didn't him, know him, hadn't. so you kind of got to know him through the podcast. Is there a hall star that you don't know at all that you would love to get on the pod um, to, to really have that, uh, that meet and greet
2: for everyone else to Let's- see? That's a really great, you know, I, I, I don't know Jessica Lowndes very well, but I think she would be fun to interview. Uh, and I did a, we did a Christmas special where I sang with her a little bit, but I didn't necessarily, I don't necessarily know, know her. Right. Uh, I think she would be an, um, Candace Cameron is coming on. Oh, nice. Uh, Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. She did you, was Christmas detour in your small quiver of movies that, and it's okay if it wasn't, we in, did that one your,
1: live in New York city. I love Christmas. We Day did it Day. in Brooklyn live. We we watched the movie and then we did an episode live in Brooklyn, Christmas Detour. Did true you story. like Are it, Dan? You serious? We See did. I did not like it. The dream, from the t- moment the dream board made an appearance, yeah, I was out.
2: Uh, <laughs> okay, got it, got it. Yeah, I'd love to hear, I'd love to hear your six movies that it's, made
1: it. It's a fun, uh, Christmas Detour is a fun idea for a movie and I think Ron Oliver, whenever he does a movie, he puts a lot of fun homages in his movies. So even if I don't, Love the movie. Like, in uh, Christmas at the Plaza, he has a few, uh, like, he has a little North by Northwest uh, a wink, uh, a tip of the cap to another Hitchcock movie, I believe. So, Ron, Ron usually gets what I think is the most out of his actors, and he he has a fun wink at the camera in all of his movies. So, Christmas Detour is probably in the top, like, definitely in the top half of what we've watched. I mean, for, for sure, but it just wasn't, wasn't my deal per se, but to be fair, there hasn't been a Candice camera one that I've liked yet. So I may, it could, it could, you know, I don't, it, that may be part of it. <laughs>
2: Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. She's, she's really great. She's, she's, I hear
1: she's wonderful.
2: Everybody would talk really, to about her, say she's, she's just, really we haven't fantastic. had her on yet, Paul,
0: She won't so come on our show. If you want to just pass it, know? like just like, well, after,
2: after it. what Dan just said, yeah. do you really think like, let me share the soundbite with her and yeah. say like, Hey, do you want to Well, in? let, let <laughs> share this one where I say it's my favorite Candace Cameron movie,
0: Christmas movie. I thought oh, you okay. said journey yeah. back to Christmas is your favorite. Oh gosh. It's, it's, Wait, it's, that, it's, it's between, I think it's between Christmas detour and journey back. Journey back to, journey back is
1: fun there's a time
0: she time, time travel Oliver,
2: Oliver Hudson right
1: I think so is that Oliver Hudson oh gosh
2: it's been a, it's yeah. been a minute uh, sure was yeah. there was there a gazebo involved yeah there's, there's a, gazebo a gazebo and, and a,
1: a, a comet a comet yeah. yeah and she travels back in time
2: yes I'm, I'm trying to think if that was there's a Christmas movie she did with my friend Oliver and that that was pretty good and uh, but yeah she's a wonderful she's hilarious like really really funny it is like, Oliver uh,
1: Hudson in that one yes that's okay. that's the one
2: um Uh, yeah, no. So, so so I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm, the podcast has been really, it's been really fun. I I took a, a year course, uh, in like a bit of a, you call it a personal development, but it was more about building teams and teamwork. And one of the things they, they taught you in there is how to like, there's a tool for listening and recreating. And I find myself like, I'm talking quite a bit here because I'm being interviewed, but when i look at the audio file it's like i ask and then it's like they talk and then there's like this little bit so it's like i've learned to listen in a way from this thing i i did for a year that helped me because i'm pretty i'm a pretty energetic like i want to share and i want to add but on the podcast i have to really just give space for people to kind of expand and but listening and you guys do this really well you listen and then you ask the question out of that little tree thing that they're, they're sharing about rather than going to your notes and being like, well, let's talk about this. Like you're, you're able to expand. And that's, I think that's what makes your podcast uh, also like really interesting and why people like it other as well as your dynamic is that how much Dan likes Hallmark movies and how brand hates them. Yeah,
1: that's right. Classic. Well, you know, what's funny, Paul, we don't, we've always done this, uh, Done our interviews with no notes. Like, we pull up your filmography, usually the first time to say, Oh, you were like, you were on the newsroom, which is a show I watched. I've never asked you about that. Like, I had that kind of in the back of my mind, like, if I didn't have anywhere to go. But by and large, like, our questions are just our guests are interesting and and I think you do a good job of that on your podcast but your guests are interesting and you want to talk about health and fitness and how you're drinking bone broth like I want to hear about somebody drinking bone broth breaking a fast like I do that's interesting to me so it makes mm. life pretty easy for us when our guests are great i mean you're it's an easy interview for us to do that i mean to 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 find something else to talk about is not difficult for us just one on the newsroom like I, and i it, Aaron Sorkin shows are just a little different than everybody else's from a standpoint of the pages of dialogue, the rat-a-tat-tat nature. It almost is like you really have to be, you have to know it. You just have to like, you know, there's stories of, you know, Jeff Daniels in that first monologue, you know, him getting upset that people would put cue cards up. Cause he was very pride, you know, prideful that he had it memorized and to memorize, like to be on a set like that, where there's so much dialogue going on. How, what, like, what was that like? Like, was it very different or was it very similar to like, just shooting wind calls a heart?
2: No, very different. <laughs> he cares about every punctuation and every yep. comma, you yep. know, and we do, we as an actor, you do your, you do your, very best to make sure the writing but on um, you know different showrunners or writers uh allow you different freedoms but but aaron sorkins <laughs> what what he puts the, on the pen is what what you say you don't you don't change aaron's <laughs> words you know um yeah, or or come to him and be like i don't think my character would say this <laughs> you, you, you don't really i that. can't
1: even imagine I can't imagine. And
2: and same thing with John Tinker. Like he's such a great writer too. And and you know we get these writers for our movies too. You do your best, but sometimes there's just moments where you're like, I really feel like my character would do this, and you don't want to sound like a clown. And, and think, you know, better than the writer, but when you're really in it and oftentimes the writers will agree and be like, yeah, you're right. Why don't you, and then you get to create together, you know, often we do that, but not, I don't, not on a Sorkin set for sure.
1: Yeah. I I just was imagining like, well, I mean, if you've seen any West Wing or Studio 60 or newsroom, like there's so much dialogue in an episode of television, I can't imagine actors having a lot of freedom and going, Hey, can I get one more? And I'm going to do it a little bit. Like, I can't imagine that happening on a set of
2: his. I mean, that- well, and you say studio 60, my friend, uh, Gina La Piana was in that and wrote music for it and knew Aaron Sorkin really, really well. And Gina is one of the brains behind the, the, we woke that the thing oh, wow. we just did. So there we, you have it comes full about- circle. We have a lot of really talented people, you know, and as an actor, just, you just want to act. I mean, that's why I do this long acting class. That's why I, I'm here with you guys pretending to be interested. (laughs) Like you're doing a better job than brand. I can tell you that right now. Guys, I
0: don't, I don't know what I I could not be more in right now. Do I have, do I have more of a, um, a
2: resting Grinch face than I think? Yeah. I mean, just it's, try to it's, you know what it is. I think it's it, the mics covering your face. So this is sort of this is sort of my view right here. This is what imagine this. Imagine this right here. This
0: is. This yeah. is no. Yeah. Well, OK, so you, this is unfair. I, I my unfair. hair is uh, a little itchy, so I'm always doing this. <laughs> And uh, It's because of all that. It's, be- it's all that prepackaged food. You're it's eating, all the pre. And I've listen, said it, for it all years. comes back to that, Paul. I told you earlier, and confident, I I trust you. I would, I would, I would uh, throw out all my food for you, and then you come to me. You come to me, and you say, N- I, "Not, not, I'm not interested. I, I'm I
2: could, a, I could not be." Thank so you.
1: Fantastic that he's doing that. I think it's
2: great. You know what? I, I um. I I, I it was never my intention to hurt your feelings. <laughs> Leave and it all, at that. I don't it, think it, I need it, anything else. That's perfect. And just and on and just a, a slight you know idea is is maybe not eat a pizza right before. Yeah, uh, that's the, yeah, that's brood. fair. Yeah, come on, no, that's fair. Like if you can if you had bone broth, <clears throat> if you had fasted and then had bone broth you would be you know a blabbering talker like that's me right. right now well you're the you're getting
0: interviewed
1: paul that's your <laughs>
2: job if,
0: if i knew if i knew you were bringing the bone broth i yeah. would have yeah. i would have gladly <laughs> have we would have been bone broth bro, bros yeah bone broth the, BBBs. Bros, for sure. We'd have been
1: BBBs. the bone broth bros
2: that's right there it is yeah so, brand what brand what other projects are you involved in like uh, like dan has that the movie podcast what else have you got going on
0: Thank you for asking. Um, well, I mean, outside of the podcasting business, every year I put out a Christmas album. Thanks for asking about that. I'm also music. He's I do I do music, I do music yeah. and so that's I am much more. Inter- that maybe this is why also my demeanors When you're talking about music, Paul, I'm all in. And then you start talking about Sorkin, and I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so you know, I'm. Let's go back to talking about music. <laughs>
2: Oh, is your, how do you phone your christmas album every
0: year how do people phone that i i try to tell as little people as possible i guess it's not good i'm not going live every know, sunday like you are
1: hey but, no, he, no, but he he I wanted, sing, he'll sing be, a song on your live thing paul he did it for uh he did it for christopher that's true. He, he'll come on your live show and say he's got a great voice don't let him sell tell you short upper register he, he goes really yeah. high yeah he, he can like sing yeah Hey, oh,
2: yeah, I want to hear. Well, I want to. I want to hear it.
1: I actually do want to hear the not right now, but at some point, the three part harmony uh, laying down under. I think that.
0: Well, I. Cool I right. just uh, going back to that. I think that's the most impressive thing about watching your live is the willingness to play around with the effects live because it, mm-hmm. it can go. It can go. It can go bad fast. Like I've, I've, not, I've seen. I've been at a concert before, and someone's doing a whole looping thing, and it goes wrong, and you're just like, well. Guess we should restart it.
1: <laughs> Nothing <laughs> that, we can do. Yeah. It's, it reminds me of stand-up uh, comics who are just like, "Hey, I'm going go to go to clubs every weekend. I'm going to work on 10 to 15 minutes of new material. It could be bad, could be good. I've never done it before. Let's get out of here. We can't. We can't know
2: until we keep practicing and keep doing it. The fun is in doing it and learning. And that's what that's what it's as. Yeah. to me and you know, I've learned so much over this year with music. I have a vocal coach that I train twice a week with, uh, oh. his name is Mark, Mark Goodman. And it's just a zoom or a little 30 minute WhatsApp video thing. And then, you know, I'm, I have a guitar course from Paul Davids. Do you know Paul Davids, the YouTuber? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. got a course that's oh, cool. dope. Uh, and, and then the fans are so loving that even if I make a big mistake, I just laugh it off. And then I'd start either start over or I have to change channels because the looper goes squirrely quite often. And I'm like, well, that's, yeah, I blame it on Larry. I call the looper Larry. <laughs> Larry, I looper. Call Larry yeah. the looper. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, fa- the 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 fans just being there with such a generous listening, like we were talking about before it's just been wild. Like it allows me to fall forward and to fail quickly. And I just, you know, they'll send out a request. and I'm like, I've never played that song, but I'm going to do it for you. And I don't know how it goes and let's play it on YouTube. And then I hear the melody and I'm like, oh, I do know this song. And then the, I can read chords pretty good. So um, yeah, it, it's been, it's been really, it's been really nifty. And it's, you know, I've reconnected with my passion and I just keep writing and keep, um, but there's an audience and, you know, I'm so grateful for the film and TV stuff that I have the opportunity to do because it's given me a music audience and it's given me, uh, exposure to fans that now may have liked my movies and, and other characters, but now like my music and it's give, it's allowed me to actually do it and have yeah. it hurt and have it heard. It's fantastic. Yeah.
0: yeah very fantastic. cool. I look forward to the day where I can play more music. Like I, I'm in, you know, I have a three-year-old and a 1 year old so there's not a lot of uh, guitar playing for for leisure but uh, do you
2: have your guitar hanging on the wall
1: he's got it here in the office. I have it here he brings a, he puts the amp up and he's got a spare moment here we're at the
2: our studio's also our office and he'll just play around in here oh that's good i yeah. mean if your guitar's in a case it'll never get played so i have guitars right. hanging everywhere so i can just be like grab 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 and you know 15 minutes a day is 1% of your day and at the end of the year You'll be, you know, 360%, 365% better than you were had you not spent that 1% uh, a day. And that's all it is. 15 minutes. It's consistency wins over intensity every time. Gosh, she's so good. I don't know if. That math checks out. No, I think <laughs> it does. Well, just, I'll, I'm going to take his word for it as You'll
1: be 1% better every day, but being 365% better means you're almost four times as good as you were when you started. If you played for 15 minutes a day, you would not be four times as good every year. You know you're what? You're making Says the 1% who?
2: go into cumulative. You could be, yeah, but, but it, wouldn't, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Well, not every, and not everyone learns at the same that's rate. Right. That's it's right. It's meant to, it's meant to be a carrot, my but friend. But it's very inspirational, Paul. I think it's very inspirational. I like it. Let, let's say you'll be 365%. Uh, you'll be, you'll be very many, you'll be many degrees and percentages different than if you didn't pick it that's up at right. all. True. And 15 minutes a day is, a is. I mean, that, that no. does add up. There's no doubt about that. And, and Dan, there's going to be some days where that 15 minutes pushes you ahead by weeks. Yeah, that's true. And then there'll be days when it's just the, like the tortoise and the hare thing. But then there's these quantum jumps that appear when you are consistent, what it is. If I show up and I commit consistently to my, to my acting, right. It just, it's effortless and it's easy. When I commit to my guitar, even that amount every day, it's effortless and it's easy. And my voice too was singing and, yeah, I fifteen think consistent
1: fifteen minutes some
2: days probably turns
1: into an hour or, or thirty minutes or whatever. It turns well, into longer well, sometimes.
2: That's just it. In my morning routine, you know, I have a very specific one of breath work and meditation and working out. But if I'm ever rushed, I'll just do five minutes of the workout five minutes of the breathing and five minutes of the meditation or if i'm really rushed i'll do two two and two or one one and one just to go to feel that after i make my bed because you have to make your bed um (laughs) if you don't make your bed you're going to look at it later and be like you're such a loser like (laughs) you have to make your bed (laughs) but but so if you can't do a one if you can't do a 15 minute workout and a 15 minute breath work and meditation then you just do one minute and then even after doing one minute of each you feel so good because you have integrity because you did what you said you would do and then your morning routine is there and it really supports you all day long and you know how momentum works is once you start to, to do things you become inspired like a lot of people wait to be inspired and then take action but it's the other way around you start taking action and then you get inspired yeah i love it i always leave talking to paul <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just <laughs> called us both losers feel, with the bed thing. feeling and ins- <laughs> i
0: always feel inspired and also like what's the point point? and all of us and everything <laughs> <laughs> man i am
1: so inspired but i am a loser man <laughs>
2: no i haven't you made my bed I mean. as an
1: adult i don't think no we do paul you're wonderful you're always positive and great i love it it's fantastic it. do you want to rapid fire let's rapid fire paul we're each going to
0: ask you three questions and you got to answer them as honestly and quickly as possible
1: yeah. emphasis on the honest my the three fire since we've had you before paul my three are all going to be 70s 80s or 90s uh contemporary christian music trivia ooh, yeah. just letting you know
2: uh, 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 Ooh. yeah okay
1: yeah Go ahead, Brain.
0: Um, when you go in, like let's say back in the day when you used to go into auditions, how how often do you walk in with that many buttons unbuttoned?
2: <laughs> more, more than not, really. Like on a on a sliding scale, yeah, yeah. I'm always trying to confuse the living daylights out of them, so. <laughs> I have like I could be your youth pastor face. Yeah, 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 yeah for and, sure. then, <laughs> and, and then hide your kids, hide your wife down here. That's right. But, that's right. Like, yeah. So it's it's I'm always trying to skate on both sides of the fence a little bit, making deals on both sides of the fence. That's right. You know, in a subtle kind of charming way. that truthfully, I have shirts that do button up further, but this one. If I did it, it's just uncomfortable it's okay. for everyone. Yeah. No, you're yeah, like, yeah. let's
0: play dodgeball. But also I want the option to make that's love. right. So <laughs> it's just
2: like an either one. That, that's right. Trust, we got pizza in this
1: corner. We're going to play chubby bunny. We're going <laughs> to sing every breath I breathe. I breathe in you. And then Amen. I'm going to go on a date with your mom. <laughs> <laughs>
2: If oh, if she's, only. If she's, if, she's, if she's lucky. That's right. That's right. <laughs> all right, we're gonna start. You know, and then the, and then the, and then the must the mustache is an extra curveball too. Yeah. It is, it's just a it really. Is. Yeah. The mustache says, "Where's the van?" Yeah. <laughs> it does a little bit. It does <laughs> a little bit. You're right, but in a classy way. You're an everyman. Uh, You're an everyman. Uh,
1: yeah. We're gonna start with an easy one, uh, Paul. Who was famous for asking, "Why should the devil have all the good music?" Was it Phil Keggy? Was it Randy Stonehill? Was it Keith Green or was it Larry Norman?
2: Oh, my gosh. I'm going to go with Keith Green, but there is a part of me that thinks it's Phil Keggy. It is Larry Norman.
0: Wow. Larry Norman.
2: <laughs> well, I just yeah. showed how little I
1: knew about that. That's all right. No, no, no. That's fine. Because those, those three names are all pretty big names. And that was a really. I don't know. Larry Norman's early on, you would have been very young based Mm. upon your IMDb birthday for Larry Norman. He was like the original rock and roll guy of Christian music. Like early, early What band? What band? Larry Norman. He was just his own guy. I've never heard his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a tough one, for sure. Um, On
0: um, yesterday's episode of the podcast, we talked about how odd it is that chocolate companies at Easter time put out... Um, oh cross shaped um, chocolate do you know about the cro- like it's 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 chocolate but in the shape of a cross and i want to uh, i no i've never <laughs> have i ever seen that before I, it's a thing i have one on my house i wish i brought it so i could show you i want to know what what do you think about do you think that that would um like help you think about your sin as you eat <laughs> uh the chocolate like what do you think the 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 uh, the thought processes in the creation of yeah, that cross flavored uh, chocolate.
2: You know, I just think it's shameless trying to make money off of a season. That tr- it yeah, actually drives me nuts. I don't know if it drives me. I agree. Well, it drives me more nuts. The donut at the vaccine or that. It's like, the those chocolate in, cross. Those, <laughs> it's those the chocolate equal, cross. Those are equally bad. It's not tennis. good.
0: Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's I'll a, eat
1: both. Don't worry. Here's another <laughs> tough one. Here's another tough one, Paul. Brian Duncan was and still is the lead singer of which Jesus music band: the Sweet Comfort Band, the Second Chapter of Acts, the Imperials,
2: or Daniel Amos? Oh my gosh! By the way, I love Second Chapter of Acts a lot. (laughs) Yeah, but I think I think it's. uh, Oh wait, what was the third one? The third one was the Imperials. I think it might be the Imperials.
1: Well, what's interesting is I believe Russ Half was the lead singer of the oh. Imperials. We're oh. looking for the Sweet Comfort Band. Oh my gosh, my dad for?
2: listened to the Imperials, but yeah. he didn't listen to the Sweet Comfort Band.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that. Those one. are.
2: Have you ever? That music is good, though. You put oh, it on. Yeah? My dad had the. My dad had the eight tracks. Like it's good in the way. It's not to the par of like CCR or Neil Young or anything, but it's. There's something. Thank you for reminding me about the oh, Imperials. Yeah. I'm here for you. I'm going to make a little Pandora uh, playlist and throw some uh, Imperials on there. And, and I'll throw the Sweet Comfort Band on there, too.
0: Yeah. My I last like one is Will you just give us just a smidge of Land Down Under? Oh, yeah, sure. I don't know. Let me see if you can even hear it. I, I can hear it. Like, even when you were just playing, I could hear it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Traveling in a fried out combi. You hear both yeah, together. Yeah, I hear it yeah. great. On a hippie trailhead full of zombies. Wait, I gotta get my looper going. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yes. No, you know what? I think it won't work. It won't work. You won't hear it. Oh, stink on a stick. You won't hear it unless no. We'll have to do that another it's okay. time. We'll it's on it my lives, time. but it yeah. goes like this. Uh, uh, we gotta do this. Hang on. <laughs> gotta hear both hold on I love it I met a strange lady she made me nervous she took me in and she made me breakfast she said do you come from a land down under women glow women plunder hear can you hear the thunder no you better run you better take cover then there's the part that goes you know it goes you better run you better take cover there's the higher bit right then there's the you better run you better take cover right I'll <laughs> stay over here and then there's the, right and then <laughs> Yeah,
1: so man, that's, that's come right on. on! I got to be honest. I need that on. A, I need that somewhere to listen to. I want the whole version. I can put it on Spotify and listen. Paul, make that happen. I don't know how. You know what? My,
2: that's. I think that's the song that the majority of the. You know, there's. I have a little Facebook VIP group that there's this special little group of people in there, and that's a song. They're like, you have to make a recording oh, of man. that song and U two one because I've been I slowed down U two one a bit. I like slowing things down. Oh, and. Uh, this 80s song the uh, walking away I don't know what I'm to t- yeah. T- Oh yeah take, uh, take on, on me take on me, on yeah. me. yeah take on uh-huh. me yeah 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 and and that and that one just super slow right They
0: that. they did a version of it for uh MTV Unplugged that. yeah and it's awesome
2: Yeah Yeah, where it's really so Walking away I don't know Oh, I, I capo it I bring it up here Yeah, I bring it up there What's it do? But it's so pretty It's so yeah. pretty Yeah Well, I slowing like, it like, down
0: Like, it, you, you hear these songs so much You don't think about them So slowing them down Like, you're like Oh, I that's what that song's saying Like, you I never think it. about
2: it I love it Right Man. Same with uh, Someone told me long ago Yeah there's a calm before the storm, and I know man. it's been coming for some time. I like slowing that one down, too. Yeah, CCR,
1: baby. Can't go wrong there, right? Ooh, right. Man. Man, this is great. Yeah. All right, last one. This is a, you'd have been in your, probably in your 20s here. Uh, I think this is the one Brian would get right. Which of the following words does not appear in the Newsboys hit song, Shine? Which of the following words? Oprah, Eskimo, astronaut, vegetarian. Oprah, Eskimo, astronaut,
2: vegetarian. Oh my goodness. I've <laughs> got to get this right. I, I, let, let, let's go with Oprah because I think vegetarian's in there. What do you think, Brand? I got it wrong again. I think it's astronaut. The correct answer
1: is astronaut. Yeah! Hey, bah, 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 bah. make a vegetarian barbecue a hamster that's right uh, make I, an eskimo peel its fur yeah uh and then uh what's the
2: oprah, oprah. One?
1: i know it's Oprah's I know. in there but I, I i was between oprah and astronaut i was between those two for sure um it's where
2: the where the nickel do you find these things this
1: is on jesus hideout.com paul shout out <laughs>
2: Okay, first time for me yeah it's the ultimate uh christian music this is the hardest christian music quiz i've ever seen i, I would well, uh, jesus speaking of jesus freaks those guys you know toby and dc Kevin talk and yeah dc talk of course. those guys i really i know them through michael guido who uh i know uh, michael guido hey, I mean, come, hey on, oh, come on man
1: hey, come on come that's
2: not fair that's not my friend <laughs> He's my friend, Michael Guido. He's a nice guy, and he he introduced me to those guys. And he's a uh, Michael W. Smith is one of his dear friends. And wow, he's my Nashville connection through Smitty and through through uh, Michael Guido. But you used to talk about Jesus freaks, and I remember as a kid in in when I was in Nashville, Kevin was singing "My Sweet Lord," the Beatles song. but yep. he, cha- he did a recording of it where he's he got a great lyrics. voice really does it's crazy great mean, boys. I mean, voice is crazy just tragic what happened to toby with his son this oh, year yeah. I don't know oh if you guys know. yeah oh my goodness yeah oh my gosh and i met i met the, his son when his son was like two years old when 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 we went to nashville and i oh. had a little thing there um but so yeah so much love for for that family uh and toby and his wife and then they're they're really the mckinnons they're really involved with pr ministries which is a ministry i've been supporting for 25 years and they're pursuing relationships is what the PR is. And Michael Guido, eh, he tours with like, you know, rock, rock musicians. And, you know, he, he knew the guys from YouTube back in the day wow. and he tours with them and helps them stay accountable to their promise to their wives and make wow. sure he's just that, but, but artists have to reach out to him and say, will you come on this tour for this leg? Cause you know, there's this, situation with this girl that in, you know, in the 80s and she still lives there i need some extra support and so we i've we've been supporting pr ministry that's awesome so, um yeah they're great somebody someone to look up and they're they're just amazing if anybody's interested in, in fantastic uh, in Super finding cool. well, out more about them
1: paul yeah. you're you're a gentleman and a scholar sir you are wonderful and entertaining and insightful and inspiring and all those great things and not only that. But you now hold the record for the longest Deck the Hallmark interview that we've ever done. And I think that's something, for sure. Because we've had some powerhouses on here. And we it felt like it was five minutes. For me, anyway. Bran, it's a struggle. It was ten and minutes. The, uh, it was ten minutes.
0: There was five <laughs> minutes there where you lost me. But that's not on you. That's on the pizza, man.
2: That's on the pizza. That's it. You know, I, yes, I will, I will not take credit for losing you. Although I did, I got to say your body language and the phone did make me start to think about, you know, word choice. I'm like, what can I do to add some pep here? Cause you know, I, I've got Dan, I got Dan yeah. on the edge of his seat. Well, always, you went, you went too long done. without,
0: without a little hint,
2: you know? And so <laughs> It, that was oh, what geez.
0: it was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if you're just, watching oh, on YouTube, yeah, you got the little yeah. Cool there you this. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah Tell
0: people you know, you're, you're going. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no I was. Uh, you go
2: after you. Just a podcast where people can. Uh, okay, I'll go. check I'll it go. out. I'll yeah. Go. No, go. no, you go. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I want you guys to come on my podcast. Is that? would Didn't oh, we talk yeah. about that before? Oh, I don't know if we have, but I'm in, man. <sighs> Let's do it. I thought one, I thought it, maybe I, I threw it out up. there
0: as a joke. Like, Hey, because I mean, you're having on the big boys. <laughs> yeah, you made so awesome. Here we are. Oh, but I, I mean, of course enough. we would. That was a joke.
1: <laughs> no, we'll, okay. we'll come on.
0: That was a joke. That makes it a lot easier to say no to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, people can find that the podcast that we are talking about. Um, uh, the grass is greener with Paul green on iTunes. And uh, thank you so much. Uh, and then Paul Green official kind of everywhere, um, uh, except for Twitter's Paul Green Media. But then the, the, my website paulgreen.com, dot com and Green has a E. If you are trying to figure it out, is in there, is there? But as we're working on, it, I have a really amazing assistant called Ruth Hill, which She's amazing you guys, She's been on the show before. Let me let me just tell you that I I can't even begin to share what she has done for my like. The, just all the different. I throw at her fifty ideas, and she's so good at like helping me navigate them. Like, there's gonna be an app for our Freedom Portal, which is where you know if, the, if people want to find out about the course we talked about six hours ago, um, back when we when Brad was awake. Oh, but I was still there. Uh, yeah. Still there. <laughs> uh, it's if it's Freedom Alchemist on Facebook or through my bio on Instagram, they can find out. And it's like a weekly ongoing membership uh, that that we have, and so that's that. That's called freedom portal uh, and but Ruth Hill has helped me really actualize like every day we write I've almost finished a book this parenting book called wow. 52 ways to to be the dad you wish you had Great. And Ruth has helped. Ruth's helping me, so she'll I'll speak into the phone with her questions, and we're writing the book, and she her her she has a program that's recording it so that and we're almost finished. We're on chapter forty-seven uh, of uh, fifty-two ways to be the dad you wish you had, and thanks to Ruth, all these things that I wanted to do are getting kind of organized. So shout out to Ruth Hill for Fantastic. that. Fantastic, she's wonderful. Absolutely, I love it. Yeah. All right, let's, guys, get, let's well, give him.
0: Let's give him four more ways, really quick, so he can uh, so he can uh, yeah. finish his book. Um,
1: Go ahead. Just, uh, d- be in front of your screen as much as possible. Yes, I like that. I think that, like, if you, you know, kids can be in the background. Like, I know I have twin four year olds, and when I'm on my screen, they get the most out of me for sure. That's that's my big tip. I can tell you that right now. Sugar before bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My kids red dye specifically. If you give them red dye, they are awesome. Makes champions. them
0: happier. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. Of sad. So yeah, stuff yeah. like that, and that's that. Those are
1: just freebies, man. And those if you, are just if you being on a screen doesn't work putting them in front of a screen for like 12 hours. I mean, it's amazing.
2: It's like a parent. If, (laughs) if you could send those ideas to sure. and she helps me filter the good ones from the bad (laughs) ones and we'll Well, just take it from there. No, and I'm I'm sure there's,
0: you
1: know, if it takes the place of some of the bad ones you've already put in there, then that's great. I think, you know, you know, we gave the worst ideas possible and I still don't feel as bad as I did when Paul was talking about making your bed. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, as soon as we, as soon as we say goodbye, Brad, I want you to get some lavender and yeah. whenever you do a interview, do not come near it. No, <laughs> no,
0: absolutely. Dude, I'm so tired. And, and this is again, this is not your fault. My kid also woke up three times in the middle of the night just because he's ready, ready to party. Too much so sugar. It's it's the, too much
1: sugar. Yeah. Godgummit. Yeah. Maybe your, your rules are getting East, you. Easter.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah, bro, Interesting. possible. Yeah. Well. Well, I uh, love, I do love you guys. I love and you too, man. it's been man. great. To chat with you, um, and uh, let me know when this is live. I can share it, and uh, in the future, maybe we'll we'll go the other way on one of these. Things. I love it. Uh, love it. Sounds and great. We man.
0: always
1: end by wishing you a very
0: merry, merry Christmas.
1: Christmas. <laughs> Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina is produced by Brandon Gray, set decor by Plum Haywood Mall. For more information on all Bramble Jam podcasts, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com. For more information on how to listen to Deck the Hallmark ad-free, you can go to Bramblejamplus.com.